Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Grey's Academy, your favorite Grey's Anatomy podcast ever on the whole internet world. I'm one of your hosts, Kelsey. And I am one of your hosts, Carmen, and it is a beautiful 3 a.m. night to podcast. Yes, yes, it is. And this was a good one. Wait. It. Wait. Oh. Before we gotta, we, we gotta start. do something. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you guys, we're so dumb. At the end of last episode, we didn't rank it. We're so stupid. We didn't give it ratings. We were so um, excited uh, we were so for the content, excited. for that hot, sexy content hot, that we forgot hot to rate. Elmed wire content. We forgot to rate yes. it. Um, so shout out to Ryan and Leah for telling us that we forgot to rate it because we're dumb. So we're gonna do that now before we start this one. Carmen, yeah, you go first. <laughs> Uh, I'm giving this last episode 17 seconds. That's 17 seconds. Uh, a fellow point three one, a 4.31. Ooh, so specific. Yes. What about you? I'm going to give it a fellow point five because it's just Ooh. such the drama. And even though Izzy is very annoying to be at it, it's just peak Izzy, peak Izzy bullshit. So I feel like it's true to her character. So we gotta, yeah. gotta stick it out. And it just it yeah. sets everything up nicely. It does. I'm I'm very excited for these these next string of episodes. I do want to tell you, uh, I almost ruined the next episode for me. Not because yeah. I I almost watched it. I actually I had a I have all of the self control in the world. I I agree. I'm okay. Most, so what we ended up, so originally we were going to watch 26 and 27 together in like a two hour chunk and then record just like a shit long episode. And then we were kind of like going back and forth on it. And then I watched the first, I watched this one episode 26. And then I was like, okay, I think you're right. I think we should watch an episode and then record and then watch the episode and then record. Cause it does kind of end at a good spot. And, um, so I did that. I made that decision on our behalf and then Carmen asked, and then he watched the first episode and then I was like, okay, we're not going to watch a second one. And he said, okay. And then he got to the end of the first one. And then he was like, I'm going to watch the second one. And then <laughs> I had to threaten his life, but he has not watched the second one. And it has been I have not. several days. We, that it's was been half a week span, ago. One week. Uh, yeah. That was Thursday that we watched it and it's Tuesday oh, so now. Yeah, so, so almost Carmen, a whole I'm week. Proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, well, here's the thing. I almost ruined it because I accidentally in my phone I, I write the the uh, S two E whatever. Yeah. And um, I wrote S two E twenty seven on accident. Mm -hmm. So I searched it because I oh, couldn't no. remember the name of the song. Oh no! And it came up losing my religion. I was like, oh, that doesn't sound right. But okay. And I started reading the recap, and I was looking at the pictures, and I was like, oh, this is not familiar. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But I don't remember. Anything that I read, I, I like blocked it out of my mind, and I don't out. remember the pictures that I saw. So uh, I still have no idea what's happening. All of my predictions are going to be uh, completely hot off the fresh. cuff, hot and fresh, hot, stinky cheese. Um, but before we jump into everything, uh, the song, uh, which, by the way, is so weird. You know, I, I could not... Uh, it was so hard to find any information. I know on this book. Gosh, when I was it? trying to send it to you, I had to search the internet high and low just to find the song to send, which this song, this episode is called deterioration of the fight or flight response by the flaming lips, which is quite a mouthful for a title. And uh, yeah, it's, I couldn't find it on iTunes. I think it was on YouTube maybe, or Spotify that I don't know what I sent you, but it, it was, it I was on to... Spotify that you sent it to me, but I don't have Spotify premium. So I oh, couldn't yeah, listen I don't to have it. Spotify at all. So, and and I couldn't listen to uh, uh, 
what's it called? I couldn't listen to it on Apple Music because it wasn't there. And then I yeah. even searched for it on YouTube and it wasn't there. Uh, but I, I tried to Google it. Internet listeners, I am so sorry. The first time this has happened, I do not have any information on this song. It's it's I I don't have anything. I have nothing. I couldn't find anything. Could I'm, I'm literally searching it, it right now. You, I mean, all no, I, could I couldn't. Find was the lyrics? I couldn't find I I couldn't find uh, the the That's song. Crazy. I couldn't find any chart information. I think it was an unreleased mm, song that was like a demo something. Um, I mean, like, I saw something that said it was from like 2005, which was confusing to me because it was the Flaming Lips. So I don't know what was going on. It's it's so specific. I'm like, it has to have meant something to one of the writers because it wasn't it wouldn't be just something they would have stumbled on. Like someone had to have already had like an existing relationship with this song to pick it. Do you know what I mean? Because it was so yeah. difficult to to like find. <laughs> There's just yeah. no way that they would have been like hearing it on the radio or something. <laughs> I just yeah, feel like it, someone it meant something already. It um I'm trying to hold on i might i might actually so nope stop sorry um show show album show album um so it's on on the album fight test uh actually no it's the flaming lips the al- the album is yoshimi battles the pink robots and it's like weird but there's nothing <laughs> sounds weird but there's nothing on this album it's an 11 song album that nothing has uh that that song but anyways uh by the flaming lips and uh That's I'll, I'll give know. you a little bit of I'll give you a little bit of information on them uh they were formed in Oklahoma City in 1983 uh, <laughs> there you go the end <laughs> Okay. The end. If you um, like the yeah, flaming so lips, let us know if you have this song. Maybe email us the song. Yeah, if uh, you like saw them perform it live in concert. If you are the flaming lips and you want to call us and sing us this song, we'd really appreciate it. So yeah, we can make out. that happen. Come on the show. Our people, our people will talk to your people. And by uh, that, I mean, email yeah. us at phrase Academy pod <laughs> yeah. at gmail.com. Um, yeah. So that's, I found that super, in, it's just it's so specific and it's so lengthy. And I'm also like, how do we think that title applies as a title to the episode? Well, the only thing that I was able to, to piece together was uh, Christina towards the end of the episode yeah, when she sure. saw Burke on the table. Um, the other thing I guess is kind of like Izzy refusing to leave Denny's side. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's the other that's thing I guess. Point. And also Denny refusing to die yet again. Yeah. <clears throat> casual just all the time that's all he does um so yeah okay so that's uh crazy next next episode has um a very popular song title so there will be much to say about that <laughs> yeah um, and we that's will uh sing it losing my religion losing by my religion. uh rem mm-hmm. right yeah i love rem um okay so this is episode 26 of the second season episode 35 overall written by Joan Ratter and Tony Phelan directed by Rob Tony Phelan good who I know we've seen Rob Corn before because I always think corn on the cob corn on the Rob <laughs> when I say <laughs> nice that's funny um, this aired May 15th 2006 again the day after it aired on a Monday the day after 17 seconds directly followed by losing my religion which we will 
be doing very soon. It had 22.5 million views. So about the same as 17 seconds, pretty much the exact same. I think it was like, maybe, I think the last one was 22.6 million. So this is 22.5. Um, Okay. A hundred thousand people were like, fuck it. I, I don't care. I gotta go to work. Um, okay. So deterioration of the fight or flight response. This is the Netflix synopsis. Izzy's actions regarding Denny escalate and Bailey steps in. Meanwhile, Derek prepares to operate on Burke. Not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And it should say Christina has a literal meltdown. <laughs> so does Izzy. Izzy's actions yeah. have consequences. Shocker. <laughs> so good times. Um, okay. So this is the first episode that is narrated by multiple cast members. So I don't know if you noticed that at the front end, they were all uh, taking yeah, turns talking. Yeah. So. I said it was crazy. I, I like that. They did that, the, that opening dialogue yeah. uh, going on, but I was like, Oh damn, no recap. This is going to be I hot. Know. And stanky. No recap. We got to get right into it. There's too much happening. No recap. Everyone's talking. It's going to be, it's going to be a big app. I don't know what this, I don't know what this note was, but I wrote family love sex beating heart. I think that's uh, what they all say. Like when they're talking about like the the voiceover. What it means to be alive. Something like that. I don't know. Things that like make you feel alive or yeah, something like that. Along those lines. Um, okay, so we we start coming hot. Burke is shot right right off the bat. Burke's still shot. Denny's dead. <laughs> Denny is actually dead for a moment. Um, uh, Burke is kind of conscious, but kind of also not super aware of what's going on, which is fair. I feel like if you get shot, you, you're allowed to not fully <laughs> be aware of everything going on around you. Yeah, I mean, if you're a baby. <laughs> um, Bailey is trying to help him, <laughs> trying to get the gurney out, trying to keep him uh, level-headed, I guess, or awake. So Izzy has cut the wire and then does nothing. Just freezes. Full on. It's like, I had this plan, and I've done it, and now I'm going to stop doing anything else. <laughs> Um, well, that was the end of her plan. She's like, Burke will be here. <laughs> so my plan is fuck shit up and hope that Burke comes. So luckily she had called Georgian to help her because if not, God only knows what would have happened. Um, so George steps in and is like, we have to call a code. And that kind of prompts Izzy to be like, no, I have this plan. I'm going to manually <laughs> do whatever it is the Elvad does but I'm going to do it bad so that we can prove on the test that he needs the heart more. Um, so then we see, and she's like inflating a whoopee cushion to keep him alive. Yeah, that That's whole I guess time. what the battery in the LVAD wire was doing was Sheesh. like beating the heart for you. But like, that's what she's doing the whole time. My gosh. It kind of reminds me of when they have to bag people, yeah. right? It reminds yeah, me of the, that. It's, I yeah, mean, it's good they, that they have manual options because sometimes electronics and technology fail. And sometimes yeah. there's a bomb and sometimes, and sometimes you just <laughs> have to cut people's Elvad wires. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you have to uh, have the worst possible thing happen to you when you do all the right things. And I feel like Denny's going to live, even though Christina did the worst. I mean, sorry, Izzy did the worst possible <laughs> fucking things at every turn. Like yeah. the bomb squad guy died and Meredith saved everyone. But 
but Denny's going to live and Izzy's, I don't know what she's going to do. She, there needs to be consequences. I don't know what that's going to look like, but this cannot just get skated under the rug here. Oh yeah. We'll get to that in our prediction section. Don't you worry. Um, okay. So Dr. Weber goes down to the ER and Christina's there and she's like, Oh, like, are there more gunshots? Is it really bad? Like, what can I do? And he goes, Oh, why don't you go run trauma too? And she gets all excited cause she's going to run her own trauma, but he did it so that she doesn't see that Burke is shot. Um, which like, is it, is a theme in this show that happens a lot when like someone gets injured, they like, don't tell the significant other. They're like, quick, let them keep practicing medicine. Cause <laughs> We don't let them know that the person they care about the most is on their deathbed. Um, so we'll let them know thing. later when it's more <laughs> convenient. We'll, we'll see it about six trillion more times in this show. Perfect. Um, so good. Love a theme. Um, and so the guy Christina's working on is the shooter. So he shot some people and then tried to kill himself, but he didn't die. Um, and then. Bailey and Weber are working on Burke and he's not super, again, he's still out of it. So they page Derek. When Derek goes in, Christina looks over and sees that it's Burke on the table in the other trauma room. So she is like, excuse me, (laughs) what the fuck? Um, Which I do like that she finds out pretty quickly because again, sometimes the whole plot of like the episode is like (laughs) quick, hide these, hide the loved ones. Um, And so I like that she finds out quickly and I, she goes in and she's like, I just like, you're shot. Like just a question. Like <laughs> how, how dare you Bert? You're shot. <laughs> that guy shot. You. So, um, she gets mad clearly as she should rightfully so at the patient. But, sh- but I feel like this is kind of one of those things where you see who someone really is because I feel like in a lot of medical shows, when doctors are presented with this option, they'll like let the person die and be like, couldn't do anything. But she's like, no, I'm going to do my best so that I can tell your family that I did everything I could to save your miserable life. You don't get yeah. to just die and take the easy way out. So I think that, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you've seen, watched a lot of medical shows. Would you agree? That's like a trope they do a lot. Uh, actually there, there's one that happened very recently in New Amsterdam and, uh, it was, it was very similar to this. They, they actually, um, they kept the guy alive so that he could get justice. Um, and what, uh, was it literally Grey's Anatomy in the season one with the guy with the penis who got bit off? Yes. Yeah. It's, it. I feel like more recently I'm seeing shows where they don't fall into that trope, but yes, I would say house has done it for sure. Um, I think Royal pains has done it. Uh, I don't know if the good doctor has done it. I haven't seen enough of that one. Um, Scrubs. I don't think had done that because it's more comedic, Uh, but it's definitely been done. Definitely. Yeah. The thing that I immediately thought, uh, cause, cause Burke was, uh, it seemed like he might've had amnesia because he was confused, Yeah. but like, he was like, Oh Bailey, when did you get here? Or some shit like that. Yeah. And, uh, he was, she was the one who found him. And then when Derek came in, I thought there was going to be something more brain focused. So I actually was surprised at, uh, the, the diagnosis of what it was. It was an embolism in his, in his arm, in his, yeah. uh, yeah. Like in his shoulder area. Yeah, because the it wasn't a through and through like the there wasn't the bullet was still in there so like where the bullet right. was I think was the causing the issue. <clears throat> Excuse me, so sorry. 
Um, so Alex is still at the other hospital with Dr. Han trying to like save time, um, so that they can get these tests back and, and get the result and get the heart for this guy. So, um, the bullet, this is right. This is where they say the bullet is still in Burke. There's no exit wound. They're trying to get him to move his hand and he can't move his hand. Christina comes in and Burke kicks everyone out and says they need a minute. <laughs> I love this scene so much. She's like, I'm not mad at you. Like I under, like I was really mad, but I'm not mad anymore. Like I just want you to survive. I'm here for you no matter what, whatever you need, like I'll do it. <laughs> and he's like, I need you to go check on Denny. And she goes, that was my best supportive girlfriend and you kind of ruined it with medicine, but okay. <laughs> like, I just love it so much. It's also funny because oh, he, so he has like this very pain, pain filled, like smirk. And he's like, yeah, typical yeah. us. Right. That's, <laughs> uh, that's so Burke and Christina, right? Yeah. Casually got to get shot so that you can yeah. go and check on Denny. Yeah, it was the only thing that, uh, like, honestly, I don't think there would have been an organic way for her to forgive him after she he actively (laughs) chose Alex over her to go do the heart thing. So he she he's like, "Mm, what can I do to have her forgive me? I don't want to fight this out. Real quick, I'll get shot. Hey, shooter! uh, Before you kill yourself, can you just put this right in my shoulder here? Yeah, real casual. Um, yeah. yeah, so I love that moment, though. I think it's such a good moment, like just like a descriptor moment for them as a couple. And I I love that she has to, like, say that. When he says, like, go check on Denny, she has to be like, okay, I need you to recognize that what I did was great and you've ruined it, but I'll still do what you're asking. But, like, you know, I'm great. I was doing good. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing the thing this you always is, want me to do. If this is the last thing that I do on this planet with you alive, uh, I want you to know that I was right and you were wrong. I, I did and you're taking that best. to your grave. <laughs> yes. I, I tried. And now you're being me. And we've switched yeah. places completely. See you in hell, Burke. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Okay. So then Addison gets paged to the ER and it's Adele, Richard's wife, who we haven't seen in several episodes. Um, so she's there and sh- they're... Uh, Adele and Richard's niece is there and she has passed out at her prom whilst having sex. Smushing. I don't know where exactly they were having the sex. I don't know where, but that's fine. Was your prom at like at your high school or was it at like a, like a hotel or convention my, or anything? My prom was at uh, like a, a, a get like a, a hall, like a, a like g- a gallery, hall. like a banquet hall. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't go to my prom though. <gasps> Any of them? No, but I was invited. Uh, but I've seen a picture of you looking ridiculous in the tuxedo. Was that a different event? Uh, yeah, that was either a homecoming or a turnabout. Oh, okay. Yeah. What yeah, the yeah. hell's a turnabout? I, when the girls ask the guys, it's, I think oh, you would call it the Sadie, Sadie Hawkins, Hawkins out in, Sadie uh, Hawkins dance in my out in the Southern, <laughs> the Southern region. Um, yeah, I did the, all of those ones, but yeah, I, I was invited to prom all four years, uh, but it was only a senior dance, so I actually was invited by a senior my freshman year, and I was like, "Look at him go!" Am I <sighs> am I cooler if I go, or am I cooler if I turn her down? Looking back what on it, I should have gone. <laughs> you should uh, not have turned her down. I would have smushed booties with a senior, <laughs> um, uh, or at least she would have, you know, touched my pee pee over the pants or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> 
This is a G-rated podcast, Kelsey. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, I didn't go to any of them. Did you go to uh, your multiple proms or just one? I went, or any? So my my junior year, I went to a prom that wasn't my school's prom because it was on the same night. Um, but Got someone it. asked me from another school. And so I went with him and then I ended up dating him. So then my senior year, we went to my prom. Um, so I did go. And the first one was at a convention center and the second one is at like a banquet hall in a hotel, which I'm like, why would you do that? Like, why would you just make it so easily accessible for all of these teenagers to get hotel rooms? Right. It's fine. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's all teenage pregnancy, you know, (laughs) you know, like you do anyways. Okay. I was just curious about prom. Um, I did not lose my virginity at prom. Me either. I I I didn't go. (laughs) You didn't go. Um, I just think it's interesting because I was like, where were they? Like, did they sneak off? Were they like in a bathroom? Was it at, uh, again, like well, was it at a hotel and they had a hotel room? Like, cause I don't remember them specifying ever. And I'm like, I, they, and they clearly just left in the middle of the dance to go have sex somewhere. But also they put their clothes back all the way on. Right. Or they didn't take it <laughs> off at all. Possible. I don't know. I remember doing, doing naughty stuff in my car at a couple of the dances, but like, and at my wedding. I, yeah. Well, that wasn't in my car. That was in my wife's car. Also, we were married at that point. So it's super, it's super uh, kosher. It's super um, allowed. Super allowed. Um, uh, yes, I'd like, I'd like two Starbucks scones, please. Just, also, I need two extra wrappers. Uh, <laughs> I'm upset. Oh. This is my fault. I started this conversation. I can't even be. I just, I don't, I don't remember who I was talking to, but I remember being in a conversation and Jessica saying, like texting me, meet me in the car. And I was like, excuse me, I need to go have sex. And I, I left the conversation. I can tell you exactly what happened. Cause it's, uh, this is an off air conversation. It doesn't matter, <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of my favorite Carmen and Jessica stories. Anyways, oh, gosh. Um, your wedding was beautiful. The music was incredible. You. Your wedding was also beautiful. Um, so, okay. Anyway, so they were at prom and they had sex and she passed out. Um, so but he George, made a point to say he was wearing a condom and everything. So yes, yay, safe sex. That's right. Um, George paged Meredith to help with the Izzy situation. And right after she shows up, Christina shows up because Burke told her to go check on Denny. And so they're all screaming at each other. And, um, Izzy's like, no, I just did it. Burke's going to be here any minute. And he knows like, everything's going to be fine. And Christina just keeps saying about Burke, about Burke, about, and then George is finally goes, what? And he goes, he's been shot. So that's drama. And then we get the title card. The last thing I wrote before the title card was, uh, and I quote, and I will take this to the grave. Everyone, (laughs) Izzy, you dumb bitch. I'm so proud. She's proud. just so <laughs> stupid. Like, yeah, and then not, oh, not a good episode for Izzy. Murder she charges. Come across great. Anything yeah. less than murder charges is uh, not okay with me. Oh, good to know. Um, okay, so Izzy is then panicking. I just love the chaos when they're all in the room together. I just oh, think it's they incredible. Play it so well, great um, scene because you can still like keep up with what's going on, but it's so chaotic. Which I feel like you can feel the energy of like has even knowing what happened it's kind of like the bomb episode even knowing what happens i still like get tense when i watch it it's kind of the same i'm like i know what happens but i'm still like very very tense watching it um it just speaks to it being good um so there's a lot of yelling and arguing and everyone's blaming everybody and meredith tells everyone to shut up and no one and not go anywhere and then Der- or denny wakes up and is like 
hey, she sounds like she has a plan. Let's listen to her and not let me die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty please. Um, so he flipped his switch because five minutes ago he was ready to go to heaven. And now he's like, oh, I don't want to die. <laughs> Izzy. Um, Addison is examining Camille and Adele is waiting outside. Richard comes around and sees Adele and she kind of like tries to distract. <laughs> First of all, I love it when she tells the boyfriend to, r- to run away. That's so funny. She's, she's such a, such a pal. She's just trying to keep him safe. Um, and so he's like, what's Camille doing here? And she's like, Oh, some girls have already lost it by this age. And he's like, I don't want to think about my knees losing her. virginity." Ball. <laughs> so then Addison comes out and it's like, Oh, her exam is a little abnormal. I want to like do more tests. And that's when we find out that three years ago, she had been diagnosed with ovarian cancer and they removed one ovary um, because they wanted to, try to preserve her ability to have children later in life, but potentially, obviously we're meant to believe that the other ovary now is cancerous. So that's, dr- what, that's uh, a bummer. The, the, which, which one is the hysterectomy? Is that the ovaries? Hysterectomy is, uh, I think uterus and ovaries. Uterus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I could be wrong. So it might, it might just be uterus. So I, I have very little, uh, knowledge of ovarian cancer. I, I, I've done a lot of research on other kinds of cancers because the, you know the, the uh, lung cancer, heart, can- pancreas, mm-hmm. liver, like those those things pop up in shows a lot. I feel like yeah. the like o- ovarian cancer specifically doesn't come up a lot in shows. Um, no, I feel like you see cervical cancer more. Yeah, in yeah, medical yeah. Shows than ovarian S- cancer. So, if anyone I- out there listening, unless uh, Kelsey, you have any insight on this, I'm I'm curious at the progression of how that spreads because I know pancreatic cancer, it, it metastasizes very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like one that you went by the time it's showing symptoms. It's always like too late. Basically. Yeah. It's yeah. You're like, you're that's it. You're terminal at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I wonder if ovarian cancer is like that because the way they, they played it in the episode is she said she wasn't feeling well for like what, like two or three weeks or something like that. Well, like a month, um, basically yeah. a month. And, and then this happens. So but I don't know if that's because she, ha- cause clearly she had it before and they removed right. the ovary and it was fine. So I don't know, but, but that's also because if you think about the time frame of which the first one would have happened probably like right when she's going through puberty. So there may have been signs like easier to catch. Like if she's not necessarily going through puberty, the quote unquote expected way, then maybe that's how they caught it originally. I also think it's oophorectomy is the ovaries. Cause remember the other episode where their friends came from New York and it was, she had the hysterectomy, the oophorectomy and the double mastectomy. That's right. I feel that's like right. the oophorectomy is the ovaries, but also while we're on this topic, I just want to say I was reading this article today. There was recently a medical study that hit one year and it had um, 18 people in the study and patients and they all had colorectal cancer. And at the one year mark of taking this medication, I don't know if they also were doing chemo, but I know they were taking this medication. And at the one year mark, all 18 of them were completely cancer free, which has never happened in a cancer study before. Now, medically speaking, that number is like pretty small. However, it's still significant because in all the cancer studies that have ever been done, that has never happened. So super awesome, everyone. Like, that's just good news, A, for those people, and B, hopefully for cancer research in general, because that would be just, like, a huge step forward if they could figure something out like that. So 
I just thought I'd mention that since we're on the, con- the yeah. topic. Yeah, no, I love that. If uh, if you're able to uh, find that link, maybe we we post that on Instagram or something for someone to to read. Which, by the way, if you haven't uh, followed us on Instagram, it's at Gray's Academy Pod. Uh, you also have at Carmen Gabriel and at Chaotically Kelky. So definitely make sure you follow us because we we do talk about content a lot. Um, Although just, you know, never post, post spoilers for me. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sometimes I, don't... I watch other people's stories and then have to go tell Carmen <laughs> to not watch them because they'll like randomly it's post true. a current Grey's Anatomy thing. Yeah. What happened? It was like two or three weeks ago, Ryan posted something. You're like, hey, don't yep. go on Ryan's story. Yep. And I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah. I was like, don't watch it. Don't watch don't it. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, uh, that that's that's very interesting stuff, and I and I love I love reading about that. But um, okay, what what's what's next in the show then? Here, okay, so then we get um, oh, the boyfriend like comes around the corner, and Richard's like, hey, and then like chases him away, and it's it's a funny moment. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that part of being a dad. <laughs> um, Meredith says they're gonna have to run all the tests themselves. Um, Christina doesn't want to, but they're like, you have to do it. And it's stupid. And then uh, Meredith, there is he. Someone says we can't help who we fall in love with. And George is like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> George, Honestly, you're over it now. Moment, it's a fine moment, a fine episode for George other than yeah. that one moment. But I was like, shut the fuck up, George. Just shut up. Now's not the time. Like, for God's sake, <laughs> this man is dying. Yeah, but, but also, Izzy, like, don't be a dumb bitch. You put, you put yourself into the situation to fail. You stayed all your days off. You laid in bed with this guy. You played sexy Scrabble with him. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. You, you brought this on yourself. Uh, also, it's been two episodes. <laughs> um, Burke is in with Richard and Derek, and they're trying to figure out where the bullet is, like looking at x-rays. He's, they're like, oh, your hand is cold. And he's like, I, my whole body's cold. I'm always cold. My hands are always cold. And then he crashes because his lung collapsed. So that's fun. Um, but Derek is able to poke him right in the hole. Poke <laughs> a hole right in his chest. Sorry. Poke him right in the hole. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Speaking of uh, sex. That's a bummer. Um, okay. So pokes a hole in his chest and reinflates his lungs. I don't understand. This happens all the time in medical shows. Like someone's lung collapses and all they do is stick a giant needle and then it just reinflates. And I don't understand. That makes no sense to me. Because in my head, well, I picture a balloon that is deflated, and then they just stab it with a needle, and it just reinflates. Well, you got to imagine, too, the diaphragm is still working, so the diaphragm probably automatically reinflates the lung. I don't fucking know any of that. All right, poke a balloon twice with the needle and tell me what happens, Carmen, okay? The, the needle, listen, it's not <laughs> made of the, uh, what's it, what's it, what, what's in the inside of your lungs, raviolis? What? No, it's called like alveolis or something. What are you died? You could very well be right. I have no idea. Hold on. Hold on. I would I'm be looking surprised, but I don't know off the top of my head that you're wrong. I just always default that you are. What is, hold on. Um, what are the lines of a lung? No, hold on. Alveoli. Hold on. Alveoli. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta find this up there. Uh, yeah. The, the tiny air sacs of the lungs, which allow for rapid gas, gaseous exchange. And it, it's Alveolis. Why do you know that? Because I'm all a fucking genius shows. of science. Yeah, it's all the medical shows. <laughs> I'm a doctor, <laughs> damn it. Oh, good stuff. Um, 
Okay, where are we? Okay, so Burke is in, yeah, his lung collapsed and they poke him. Uh, Meredith calls Alex and tells him that Burke is shot and Alex is like, well, I'm not going to help. And Meredith is like, well, you have to. And he's like, oh, fine. So just <laughs> convinces him pretty quick. Um, and that's when he's like, you can't help but you fall in love with him, am I right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So dumb. Um, and then Addison is doing the ultrasound and Camille is telling her friends about the sex. And she's like, oh, my God, it was so perfect. And I'm like, oh, my God, it probably was terrible. Um, Addison asks if she has had any symptoms and the friends are like, no, she's fine. She's like, well, I have, but I didn't tell anyone because I didn't want to be the girl with cancer. I just wanted to be like a normal senior and go to my prom, which sucks, but I kind of understand where she's coming from. Um, Addison goes out to tell Adele and they have a nice conversation about, remembering when they lost their virginity and then being able to find people who were actually good at sex because mm. no offense, but 17 year old boys oftentimes aren't good at sex. I was I a pro <laughs> right off the bat. Mm. But it's only because of all the porn that I watched. I got all my <laughs> tips <laughs> to, to pulled out your phone and scrolled through all your notes while you were doing it. Make sure yeah. you were hitting all the yeah. spots. Oh gosh. Delightful. Too funny. Um, so then they have, you know, Adele. Do you says, remember your first time? Yes. Okay. All right. Off air conversation. <laughs> Mental note made. I feel like you also remember yours. <laughs> I do. I do remember yeah. mine. Like it was just nine months ago when Marlo was born. <laughs> I mean, conceived. <laughs> Marlo is seven months old. So your math is solid. Uh, 16 months ago when Marlo was conceived. Yes. My yeah. first time. Um, okay, so, you know, then Adele is like, oh, she's so young, she doesn't even know what good is yet, is she gonna be able to find it, and Addison's like, no, it's a very sad moment, but they do a great job, because these actresses are both incredible. Um, Christina is running the tests, and Izzy is trying to apologize, and Christina does not give a shit, she's like, I don't care if you're sorry, you don't even know this man, you can't possibly be in love with him, you've never seen him outside of the hospital, all good points, all valid points. I'm all correct even, points. She's like, I love him, and Christina's like, you don't even know him, you don't, and she doesn't. We have nothing to go off of that makes us think that you actually know this person. Yeah. And then Christina's like, you should run away. Like, given the choice, a sane person would run away. This is absurd. And then Denny goes, a sane person would marry me. What? <laughs> what I did didn't you see that. I did not see that. I did not <laughs> see that coming. Ask. <laughs> and Izzy is like, wait, did he just say that? And then, of course, he crashes because drama. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to well, shock yeah, him. The other thing too is, and I, and I didn't realize this, like it didn't, it didn't actually occur to me until this episode. I was thinking back on, uh, 17 seconds. And when George is like, ah, oh, my friend is dating a 36 year old man with heart failure. And I'm like, yeah. that dude doesn't look a day under 50. <laughs> that heart has ravaged that man. Yeah. He looks old. There are, see, there are scenes, good. there are scenes where he looks maybe mid forties, but 36. And that's what you look like, man. <laughs> Nope. Heart failure will fuck up your skin. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, so Han says she's 
gonna take the heart even though Burke has been shot. So she starts the surgery. That's fun. Um, she says, "Is he still alive?" About Burke. Oh shoot, he would have made a good donor. <laughs> okay, savage. Um, so then we're back at uh, the hospital. Camille's friends called all their friends, and they're all there in the hospital. And Richard sends them all home, and it's drama. Burke is awake and more aware. He's moving his hand, but he's telling Derek he has numbness in like his third and fourth fingers. So Derek's like, well, we can wait and see if it gets worse and I can fix it. Or I can go in now, but I could damage the nerves and you could lose function in the whole arm. And Burke asks Derek if he can do it. And he says he thinks so, but he's not sure. And um, there's just a nice moment between the two of them when Burke or Derek says, it's not like you to ask those kind of questions. And Burke says, it's not like you to not have the answers. And this is what I like about this episode is we get to see more of their relationship kind of blossom. And like they have like a friendship and a trusting relationship together, which is nice. Fun behind the scenes story. These actors did not like each other. So really, not really fun at all. <laughs> That's a fact that everyone oh. is. Yeah. Why? Um, to my understanding, Patrick Dempsey's a bit of a diva. Shocker. From what I've read. So that's where a lot of it stems from. So there you go. Fun fact for the day. Ah, gosh. And what's uh, what's Burke's character's name? I- Isaiah Washington? Isaiah Washington is his actor name, not character name. Actor. Right. What's uh, who does I- who does uh, Preston Burke play in Grey's Anatomy? In real life. Um, yeah. Um, Isaiah Washington. Also, I think I just said Grey's Academy and not Grey's Anatomy. Did I? I don't even know what We're I said. We're doing great. It's 4 a.m. Yeah, um, he, he. This was a very like Doctor Strange scene because yeah. he's like, just do it at all costs. Save my arm, save my hands. Yeah. But like, in this world, I do a better Benedict Cumberbatch impression. That was just horrible. <laughs> um. So then we get a nice scene between Adele and Richard, where she yells at him. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> this scene what the yeah, fuck um i meant to look it up i am 90 percent sure that adele the actress who plays adele um loretta something has won an emmy for her guest appearance on grace i don't know if it's this episode but i'm pretty sure i know she's been nominated for guest appearances on grace um but i'm i'm pretty sure she was nominated for this one but yeah, she's very very talented and this scene is so good because she rips him a new butthole um and she is like i stayed with you while you were having an affair after that woman left you i sobered your ass up because you were so fucking drunk you couldn't see straight and i stayed with you even though everyone told me to leave so maybe this one time you can put your fucking family ahead of your bullshit and she said, the exact line she said I wrote is, you're going to prioritize the needs of your family over those of the, your other patients, or you are going to find a new place to sleep. And I was like, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell that man what is up. So I, I know I'm, you have to, uh, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit with this and we've done so good up to this point, staying chronological, but this scene paired with the scene later where, uh, Weber was like, yeah. And he's yeah. like, yo, uh, I just found out my wife knew about my affair. Yep. And never said anything. And I was like, oh, she didn't know. You didn't even know she knew? Yeah, that was him like, finding out that she knew about that affair. Yeah. Because in, in the first scene, I was, I was, uh, 
I think I was about to say, don't ask him to break hospital rules. And then I said, wait, what? What the <laughs> fuck? And then yeah. I wrote all about, you know, what Adele knew. But that threw me for a loop. Yeah. I I would not have gathered gathered from that scene that yeah, Weber really didn't know she with knew. Like nothing on his face. Yeah. Nothing. So um, yeah, at that point I was like, yeah, Richard, just do anything she says. Like at this point, yeah. you're 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 fucked. Just just yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that so was a, a really little, good scene. A, right before that's the Derek and um, Richard scene, we get the little scene of Addison chasing Derek down to like talk to him because, you know, their marriage is crumbling. Yeah. Still a um, piece of garbage. And so he goes in some, cause he's trying to hide cause he's really freaking out about Burke's surgery. And Richard is in there and he's like, there's never any good place to hide here. And then they have a very good conversation where Derek's like, I can't get any perspective. And, um, Richard is like, my niece is dying. Also, I just found out he was like 25 years ago. I had an affair with Ellis gray, which I'm like, what a, now you've just given Derek this information. So now Derek gets to decide if he's going to share that or not just sit on it casually. Um, and he was like, and Oh, but he's tonight, an honorable man. Don't worry to, about it. Tonight. I found out that my wife knew about it. <laughs> I'm so good at secrets guys. Um, and then Derek's just like, I don't want to ruin Burke's career. I don't want to take the ability for him to operate away, which is fair. Like, you know, that's a fair thing to be nervous about. He's like, Preston's a good man. He's like, you're a good man. I'm like, Derek's not a good man. Preston is a good man. <laughs> Derek is yeah, not a good man. When he was like, you're an honorable and decent man. And I was like, have you watched this show, Weber? <laughs> yeah, I'll say decent in like, I'm like, you're decent. And they're like, you don't murder people. But it's like the list of low bar, in there. low bar. <laughs> you don't murder people. And I guess you're good at brain surgery and your hair's nice. Yeah. That's it. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Just divorce Addison so that she can come live with Jessica and me. Please. A good scene though, between the two of them. Very good. They, they play it both. They both play it very well. They, they got some heavy stuff going on. Um, they relate I will it say, to each other. Yeah. And, and one of the thoughts that I did have, so here, here's the thing. I do not think that this current version of Derek that we see is honorable and decent, <clears throat> but I, I know, and I had to think back to this a little bit after this marinated for a couple of days, Weber knows Derek and Addison mm-hmm. for he's, he's known them for a long time. We're led to yeah. believe. Right. Yeah. So there probably is a world where Derek actually is an honorable and decent guy, right. but he's because of this love triangle that he's in and the, and the way that he's let all of his emotions get the best of him now, time and time again, uh, we don't get to see what Weber sees in him. So one of the things I'm hoping over the next season or two is we start to see the the honorable and decent person that Weber is saying here. I just don't know if that's actually going to happen. And I don't know that I, if I actually want that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a lot to think about, but we'll we'll get into it more when we get to our predictions. But we will take a pause now for everyone's favorite segment, Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland. All right, we got two in this episode. Nice. Two. Okay, let me guess. Um, who else was? Fuck, who's in this? Episode? <laughs> no, just tell me. Um. Okay, so the chief's niece, who you should recognize, because oh. it's Tessa Thompson, who is the Valkyrie from Thor Ragnarok and Endgame. 
What? Um, no, how did I miss that? You are lying. No! Oh my how God, did I miss Tessa that? Thompson. Oh Stop. my gosh. No, I didn't see it. That's hilarious. I'm so good with faces. That's I was How like, did I not see that? I was that? like, oh, Carmen's going to be so excited that we have this Marvel girl in Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. I see it now, but I didn't see it then. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like a fucking noob. I don't even deserve this podcast anymore. We're done. This is our last episode. I'll never know how the season ends. I love it. Can you um, imagine this being the last Grey's Anatomy episode you ever watch? <laughs> No, that's like <laughs> when, when the second half of the bomb episode was like 13 million people less. I was like, what the fuck? No one, no one ever came back and watched those episodes. Um, so good. Um, okay. So let me see. Where am I? Okay. So she was in two episodes of private practice and then her friend, Claire, the one with the really curly hair, she was in one episode of private practice different episodes i checked oh dang it that's what i was gonna ask <laughs> i know you always do so i always check uh, anyways so that's it for shondaland just those two so wow tessa yeah. valkyrie thompson yeah wow. i can't believe you didn't i mean she's very young in this because that was what this was 2006 and ragnarok came out in 2019 18 this was before endgame but it was before Infinity War. 2017. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, though. I, you know I'm a, I'm a sucker for USA Network shows. I do know. I do know that. Um, I was re-watching Burn Notice about a year or so ago, and Michael B. Jordan did a oh, very early so cameo. Good. He looked like a stick, like a twig. He <laughs> was like, and like totally different. But I recognized his face. Yeah. And I'm annoyed now. I'm embarrassed that I didn't recognize Tessa Thompson. I'm a, I'm a little embarrassed for you, honestly. Yeah. I'm just kidding. If um, you were going to like or subscribe to this podcast, don't do it anymore. Uh, well. Don't do it. At least not for me. Do it for Kelsey, but not for me. Do it for me because I know who Tessa Thompson is. I love Tessa Thompson. She's also very good in Westworld. Never watched it. I, I was a big fan of Eastworld, though. I would like it, though. I'm going to. Blow right on past that one. Okay, Bailey goes <laughs> to see Burke, asks if he she can do anything for them. He's like, oh, can you get me some ice chips and also Christina? And she's like, wait, what the fuck? Where are all the interns? Why aren't they doing this shit for you and sucking up? And then she says, Preston Xavier Burke, what have you done with my suck ups? And this is when you know it's going to get real because now, now Bailey knows that shit's going down. So that's... Yeah. I wrote oh, Bailey is legit it. about to kill someone. Like she she will murder someone. Yes. Um Denny is still not stable. They're all panicking, trying to figure out what they should do, and he flatlines again, but then they stabilize his heartbeat when they freak out about finding the medicine and then they find it and then it's fine. And then Bailey comes in and she is big mad. As she should be, as we all should be, because you just shouldn't steal organs from people for your boyfriend. It's it's also oh, so here's the thing. Izzy fucked up. We all know that. Just like that's like putting it mildly. I wish there was a stronger term. But yes, go ahead. But <laughs> at what point are George, Christina, and Meredith just striving to save Denny's life? 
as opposed to accomplices in the fuck up. Because I think that's what they are. They're yeah. trying to save him. Yeah. No one wants to see Izzy succeed. Yeah, they're not in her helping plan. Izzy. They're helping Denny. They want, yeah, they want him to live, but they don't want Izzy's plan to come to fruition, which unfortunately is for him to live. So they're they're at a catch twenty two. Um, but I wonder how this plays out at uh, at an M, at an M M&M and M conference. Uh, like, I wonder if we could if we could find uh, a group of doctors that would do <laughs> a fake M M&M and M conference just on this episode. <laughs> Any so takers, that, email us. That might exist, because I know there are a lot of um, doctors, like, watching Grey's Anatomy episodes on YouTube, like, re- reaction videos. There's one in particular, there's Dr. Mike, because he has been called Real Life McDreamy, because he has Patrick Dempsey hair, and he's a doctor. Um, so I've watched the one of him watching the first episode of Grey's Anatomy. There are, him, there are episodes of him watching House... Uh, probably Scrubs. I don't know, but nice. there, I've definitely seen the one of him watching um, episode one of Grey's Anatomy. So <laughs> I'm sure there's doctor episode. There's probably doctors reacting to the bomb episode. Probably doctors reacting to this episode. Um, I want to watch the doctors react to the bomb episode. <laughs> I need to watch that. Okay. Um. Where am I? Okay. So uh, Bailey has brought Olivia, everyone's favorite. And she tells them all to leave and tells Olivia to take over what Izzy's doing to keep Denny's heart beating. And Izzy is being psychotic. Loses it like a <laughs> monster. Like, <laughs> like, oh my God. Someone sedate her. Um, so that's fun. So Bailey's like trying not to murder Izzy because you can tell that's what she wants. To, she wants to hurl her through a window. Right. Which is valid. Um, and so she's like, okay, Olivia, just stay with Izzy and help her as if she needs help and she'll let you help her. They're like, okay, neat. So Bailey then takes the other ones in the hall. She's not pleased. She's lecturing them on the ethics of doctoring and taking an oath. First, do no harm. Lecturing in- is putting that means, very gently, which means, you know, don't cut LVAD wires. Uh, and she uh, she tells them not to speak so that she doesn't have to testify against them in a court of law. She sends Christina to go see Burke. She sends George to go get the test or the lab results. And then she tells Meredith to go with her. So, you know, we've talked about this before where <clears throat> there's like how you get songs stuck in your head. You get like scenes or lines from a TV show stuck in your head. So my sister, one of her Grey's Anatomy things that gets stuck in her head all the time is the way that Bailey says, she cut his LFAT wire. She's like so zoomed in on her face and she's just like, she cut his LFAT wire. <laughs> my sister's like, I think about that all the time. And so I, when we were watching it, I sent her a video and I was like, look where we are. I love it. Does she listen to the show? Um, No. Oh. She listens to like true crime, true, true crime, and that's it. Because you know, murderer. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. If she cares about you at all, and wishes you to not die, or if she, you know what, even better, if she loves Scarlet in any way, she should listen to this podcast. Yeah, I don't think she will, but maybe one day she will. <laughs> she's in, just in case. Just if you so ever listen to this, <laughs> listening uh, to other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, Emily. Uh, if you ever listen to this, thank you. If you don't. <laughs> You're so great. 
Don't, thank I don't think. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, thanks anyways. Also, thanks. Um, anyways, so, um, so Christina goes to see Burke and she's like, how are you doing? And looks at the x-rays and it's like, oh, fuck. Um, so he tells her that he's scared. He won't be able to operate again. And she is also afraid of that. Um, and then he asks her what she thinks he should do. And she's like, gotta go. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Bailey needs me. Bye. Ooh, do you hear she's that? Like, I'll think yeah, about I'm it, coming. Though. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Like, you know, but I gotta go, but I'll think about it. I'll hit you up later. Um, and then should she I text you? Is, it, is, is your phone on the left side or no? <laughs> is your phone? Are you good? You good? I'll talk. Yeah, just don't don't die. I'll let you know later. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Bailey is with Denny. Is he? <sighs> Denny's like trying to crack jokes, and she's like, "You're gonna need to not do that because I am not in the mood." And then Izzy's talking, and Bailey's like, "I don't want you to talk." And Izzy's like, "I don't fucking give a shit what you want. I'm gonna be a rude, rude ass motherfucker." <laughs> and it is. You might as well double down. Your whole I career mean, is on the line here. Fully off the deep end at this point, and like just, just like I do not give a shit about my career. I only am trying to murder and unmurder this person at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> so that I can commit theft of a living organ from another human. And being. then. All to have sex. Just so I can maybe marry this man who I've never hung out with outside of the hospital. But sometimes we play Scrabble. (laughs) We're in love. So that's fun. Um, And then Bailey says, um, you're no longer a doctor. You're not. You will not be a doctor in this hospital again until I decide you are. Which is valid. Um, So then she finally gives up and hands the thing over to Olivia. Bailey goes (laughs) to the chief and then does this super fun hypothetical, um, which is like, she's like, just hypothetically speaking, if someone did this terrible thing, like, should they still get the heart? Like, should they still get the organ? That's definitely being stolen. And he's like, well, our responsibility is to keep people alive. Um, but also what the fuck is happening? And she's like, Nope, mm -mm, nothing. It was just a hypothetical. I gotta go. I'll see you later. Yeah. I like, I like the scene a lot. Uh, I know I've talked about this in, uh, the last episode, but I I know I've touched on this before for me, the, the ethics is the, is the point break for, for me. Um, I could look past, the cheating that happens, the, the, the different affairs, the idiocy, the George not being able to actually speak to a human. Uh, I could look past all of those things in people. What I can't look past is, is break the breakdown of ethics. And that's why, uh, Izzy has fallen so far from grace because if you've watched, I mean, listen to every single one of these episodes from the beginning, you know, that Catherine Heigl is one of my favorite characters on the show to start. And I didn't even know that she was in the show until literally episode one, the pilot. <laughs> yeah. But this scene in general with Bailey and Weber, it's it's masterfully towing this line between uh, ethics, integrity, and duty, and yeah. it's something to me that I I really like because it's it's a very real moment that I'm sure doctors have to face on a day in and day out basis. Mm-hmm. But I I was really racking my brain on if that ever happened in scrubs, I don't think it did. And if it happened in house, it was just house deciding to either be a dick and save a life or not. Right. So this I think was a really, 
and the, the hypothetical you know, through a whole new I element. What I remember there. from House is um, it wasn't House; it was Chase when the like the dictator guy from ooh, it was another country, maybe in Africa, and he was like a dictator and like murdered a bunch of people. So Chase like didn't save him. Do you remember this? Yes, it's like what yes. led to him and what's her bucket getting a divorce? Yes, basically and leaving the show. So that was what I thought of. Um, but that that kind of goes back to what we were talking about. Uh, at the beginning of the episode with Christina being like, oh, I'm not going to let you die and take the easy way out because Chase is like, I'm just going to kill him and then he won't be a dictator anymore. So, but yeah, I oh, think. Oh no, that, you're <laughs> dead. But so, so sometimes with doctors or medical shows, you, you know, they toe the line and you're like, as a viewer, you're like, what would I do with this one? It's like very black and white. Like you're, you're preventing someone else from getting this heart by doing this thing that you've done. Like it'd be different if you just had to do this to get the heart and you weren't like taking it from anyone else, but you're like preventing another person who is going through the exact same thing from getting well, it. The prop, <laughs> the only problem is that person was already married and had kids. He didn't yes. make a doctor fall in love with him. That's the big Which, difference. So yeah, we find that up, find that out. And I'm like, Jesus, just, I mean, you know, I, I'm like, are we supposed to be on Denny's side? Cause I'm kind of not, I mean, it's not really Denny's fault that I'm not on his side. It's Izzy's fault that I'm not on Denny's side, but I'm just like, this guy's got kids. Like, damn, <laughs> this is bad. So yeah, it's good times. Um, okay. So do, do, do where I'm okay. So, uh, Alex stops Dr. Han and is like, okay, we talked to, you know, so we get the heart. But also Burke is still shot, so we are going to need you to do the surgery. <laughs> um, so Derek is talking to Burke about what their plan is. He's going to do the surgery. Uh, Alex and Han get there with the heart. Denny goes into surgery and Burke goes in under for surgery. And this is another one of those, like, a lot of things happening at once. Situations where we're kind of cutting back and forth. Um, Dr. Han and Dr. Bailey and Alex are all working on Denny. And Dr. Weber and Derek are working on Burke. There are some... Uh, complications with Burke's surgery and they're like trying to do this test where they like electrocute send electrical signals and it's supposed to like make his hand spasm but it's not working so they want to wake him up to make sure it's not working um so they have to go get Christina because they're like this will help <laughs> will it though hard to say <laughs> it won't um we're gonna just open this man up and leave him open then awaken him <laughs> so, uh, like a phoenix rising from the death ashes of a surgery yeah. So then we see all the interns sitting in the hall and basically in a timeout, which they should be, which in Meredith says we should be in timeout. We deserve this. Um, the chief comes and gets Christina and she's like, I can't go. I'm in timeout. And he's like, timeout's over. Go away. <laughs> um, and then Izzy leaves. She's like, um, he asked me to marry him. I have to go check and see how he's doing because boundaries mean nothing to me. I am a psychopath. <laughs> Um, so Derek is waking up Burke and they're like, Christina, we just need you to like kind of keep him calm and like explain to him what's going on and get him to move his arm so that we can test it. Um, Meredith, which is an easy <laughs> task, by the way. Yeah. Easy uh, thing to do, Christina. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, Meredith, thanks George for paging her and Meredith or George gets a bit yelly cause he uh, like Meredith apologizes again. And then he's like, please stop saying sorry. And then he gets yelly at first and you're kind of like, dude, what the fuck? But then the reason is because he has come around to see that he is at fault for what happened between them. Um, and he's like, I knew that you didn't 
have feelings for me, but I thought that it would be better to have one night with you than never have it at all. And he's like, so I'm actually sorry. So I think this is a good resolution personally. Um, I, I like that he apologized. He didn't just say, I'm sorry. He also like explained what he, he is sorry for. And also I think that kind of feeds into why he's been such a turd because he has to reckon with himself that he was responsible as well for what happened between the two of them. Because initially I think he just wanted to put the blame on Meredith, but as time has gone by, he's really put it together that he knew exactly what was he, what was going on and he just wanted it anyways. So did you have thoughts on this scene? Uh, I did. Um, I, I hate that scene in general. It's, <laughs> but like it adds another layer of like cringe. rape is too strong of a word. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, because there's, there's definitely no a level of taking because, advantage and there's, but there's also like, cause I, I had this similar thing, but I'm also like casual sex exists. Like it's not no, like he wasn't, no one was, he just wanted more, but knew at the same time he wasn't going to get it. He was like, he knew, I think for her, it was just going to be sex. But he was like, but that's better than me not getting anything from this like quote unquote relationship. But it is weird. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't think that it's, it's just weird. Cause they both kind of take advantage of the situation. Cause she knows that he has feelings, but he knows that she doesn't. But also, like, yeah. you can have sex with people that you don't have feelings for. Like, there's no law that says you have to, like, love the person you're having sex with. So I'm not. Yeah. And, you know, she she had all the information. He had all the information. It was just a poor choice for everyone. But I think this is a good yeah. resolution for that storyline. Yeah, that that was kind of where I was I was leaning towards. Uh it, like I said, it, it rape would have been too strong of a word. It was it was just bad choices. It was just yeah poor poor consensual sex choices. Yes, and that's just what happened. They you and can have adults, poor sex choices to people. Yeah, uh, you know it's. I also think while it sucks that it was in the middle of it, and then there was the really just cringy crying scene, which will haunt me to my grave. Um, <laughs> it also. I think would have been just as bad if they would have finished and it would have been like, well, actually, no, I don't think it would have been that as bad if they both finished and they're like, so like never Bye. again. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, because that happens, that happens in adult relationships. Yeah. How all of you listening out there went name a time for you single folks out there who've gone on a Tinder date, you've hooked up with the person and you go, you know, that wasn't it. That's and that's okay. fine. That's fine. It's um, your prerogative. One yeah. night stands are people do it all the time. Yeah. As long as and everyone's being safe. Yes. Uh, um, it, it would have been a much different scene if George was like, no, I'm not finished. I guess just go out. You're crying, but I'll go ahead and finish. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let me just um, because going. she's like, finish, finish. <laughs> and he's like, uh, okay, you don't like this. That would have been the rapey part. Yeah. That um, would have been bad. Yeah, but it didn't. And, and I'm glad that they both have some closure. And uh, uh, what did I predict? Did I say that we were going to have some resolution on that uh, finally? Yeah, or? I think originally you said it was going to be in next season, but then I think you changed it to this season. Yeah. So basically, I'm uh, I am incredible. I'm a genius. If only. 
Um, okay, so then huh. we have Christina. Okay, so they're waking Burke up. It goes really poorly. So one of the main things is obviously he's disoriented, but they intubated him, which is like, I guess, pretty standard in surgery. So he's like fighting the intubation because when you wake up, you, you breathe on your own. So that's like one of the main things that they're like, oh, he's going to fight the intubation. Also, he's going to be disoriented. Also, he's on a on an operating table. He's so open. He's so open he wide. Might be able to feel this. Um, that's neat. So, um, she just like freezes, right? She does not go into fight. She goes into flight. So she does not help. Derek gets it together. Um, Oh, sorry. We finish. We cut to them finishing the heart transplant and trying to take Denny off of bypass. And then we cut back. Derek is able to calm Burke down and tells him to move his fingers. Christina's like crying in the corner, basically um, still trying to start the heart. Izzy's watching the heart is still not starting and Burke is still not moving his hand. And then the episode ends. What a stressful <laughs> fucking montage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Burke Burke struggling um, against all of them. Holding him down is like traumatic to watch. Like I can't imagine anything like that. Yeah, I here's the thing though. Christina uses the L word. Christina Burke what? and Christina. Burke and Christina use the L word. They yes, love each other. Love. I I'm not going to assume because I that's not fair. I've never been in that scenario. I don't know what I would do. Okay, right? I'm just gonna disclose that. Everyone wants to mm-hmm. think they would know what to do. Yes. But like I think she was so far on the worst case scenario uh, Mm -hmm. scene there that it's just like, you hope that you do a little bit better. Maybe you try and it doesn't work and then you give up. But like, she was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm good. I got to get back to running trauma too. She freezes. Do Uh, you have a reason that you think she freezes? The only thing that I can think of, because she was being weird all episode, I, mm-hmm. I think it's it's like in Scrubs. Uh, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it back to Scrubs uh, for this. But when Dr. Cox loses all of his patients to rabies, there's a couple mm-hmm. of episodes where he doesn't, he doesn't even speak. He speaks no yeah. words for like two episodes. Then JD finally gets through to him, and he explains. He's like, look, the reason I didn't come originally was because you, you're my Superman. Right. Like, how can I succeed as a doctor if how can I succeed as a, as a doctor if you fail? Like, if you right. of all people can fail, how can I ever succeed? And I kind of think that that's what's going on in Christina's head right now, yeah. because not only does she respect, love and appreciate him as her partner, but she clearly respects him as a surgeon. Yeah. Um, and a I don't teacher. remember what episode. Of, yeah. And, and as, as yeah, a teacher, a mentor. What episode was it where uh it, the, with the the, the do rag and he's like I need it and she's like no you fucking don't you dumb bitch <laughs> the scrub cat the, the scrub cat um <laughs> not the do rag uh, uh yeah but yeah. that's but that's that's kind of my thought she's she's seeing I, this I person who she thinks sure. is Superman is is dying right in front of her and weaker or lo- potentially losing the superpower of being this incredible surgeon that she essentially right. wants to be right um so yeah I think that's a good read I would say I have the same one. Um, okay, so let's um, let's rate it so we don't forget. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then yes. we'll get into the predictions. Um, okay, so you you rate it first. You rate it first. Um, I'm gonna give this episode a fellow point 
eight. So I, I want to say this. First of all, exact same rating for, for me. Like I was going to say that exact same thing. 4.8? Uh, yeah, I was going to say 4.8 wow. because I just cannot deal with Izzy in this one. It's too much. That's like the only thing. I'm like, it's too much. Um, but I do want to say after we watch next episode, I think we should reserve the right to take that ending and see if it changes our rating for this since they did technically air together originally. So, or maybe we'll rate them both individually and then rate them as a finale. As together. a story. Yeah. Anyways, we'll talk about it next time, but I did want to say that you go ahead and explain your rating. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a great episode. Um, I think the, the Izzy, the Izzy bullshit, excuse me, podcast burp. The Izzy bullshit was offset quite a bit by the bomb that Adele drops on Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Christina almost fucks it all up for me. She almost yeah. fucks it all up at the end. I'm the episode was really, really good. It was intense. There was a lot of drama. It's high, but it's not a five on its own. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to rate it higher than uh, 17 seconds, but I don't think it was deserving of a five. Um, mm-hmm. But I I'm, think but, all the performances in it are a five. There's just some aspects of the storyline that I don't want to give a five. Yeah. And that's yeah, everything like that fucking, does. <laughs> yeah. And Denny saying, oh, marry me. Blah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> he's that's not. He's not Count Chocula. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> marry me. Blah. <laughs> Good times. Um. Yeah, so I would have the same rating and pretty much the same thought process. Um, I don't mind the Christina thing because I I like it when you have characters that are very, very strong and don't like to show weakness, showing weakness specifically like because they're put in situations that are so wildly like out of the imagination they can't even control. Like she, she can't even, she doesn't even have the wherewithal to pretend to be strong. She's just like so out of it in this moment because it's like such pure terror. So to me that tracks with like, because otherwise we don't really see her ever be vulnerable or anything like this. Only when she's put in these like very intense, like jarring situations, traumatic situations, like when she um, had the egg topic pregnancy at the beginning of the season. So we just don't oh, I forgot see that about side that. of her. I know it's, it's been a long season. 20, it's been a long, episodes. it's a long show. Uh, we used to have so, 17,000 more seasons oh to go. God, I know just had their 401th episode. 401th. Yep. That's just sticking to. Yeah. Gosh, I, mean, I love that 401th episode. <laughs> Who's going to say 401st? That's just stupid. 401. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So 401. I like, the, <laughs> I like the Christina. Um, I mean, I don't like that. That is what happened, but for the character, I think it tracks. It's um, great. Acting. For the relationship. Yes. Okay. All the performances in this episode for me are a five. Um, I just hate everything Izzy does <laughs> so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad to kind of have like tied up with a bow on the, the George and Meredith bullshit for now sick of talking about it i'm sure he'll make some (laughs) stupid ass comment later next episode of yeah you can't control who you fall in love with or have sex with you can't control who (laughs) you have sex with um (laughs) you can't control who you have sex with and then in the middle of that they start crying and they hate you you can't control (laughs) it (laughs) your george impression is very good thank you he's my mcdreamy (laughs) oh my god Okay, so now let's get into some predictions. So I have All right, some let's do this. I've written down. All right, yes. So first, I'm going to say, will Denny die? 
<laughs> Denny for sure will die. Because <laughs> you doubled down last time on this. You've doubled down like four times on this, like the previous episodes, and then you doubled down on this episode. Okay, here's the thing. I'm tripling down. I am <laughs> unprecedentedly tripling down. I, and I don't do this. People know. Uh, one, I'm never wrong. But number two, if I'm wrong, if I am wrong, I never double I'm down on right. it. <laughs> I'm also right. So no, but here, here, here's the reason. I think he's going to die. And this is a, this is a real prediction. I've, I've given this some thought. He's going to die because Izzy needs to understand that there are consequences to her actions. Okay. <clears throat> and the only thing that she sees as her life right now is a pass fail. And it's all contingent on Denny living or dying. Yeah. So I don't know what that looks like. I don't, um, I don't know what that means for her career, and I don't know what that means for season three. Uh, <laughs> but but I think Denny dies, and if he lives, fine. I'm really not looking forward to that storyline at <laughs> all. Uh, so I'm secretly hoping he dies. Although I will say that him as an actor, I've really really enjoyed. Oh um, yeah, he does a great job. He does a great job. Role. Yeah. Um, so that's okay, my prediction. So on his death prediction, are you predicting he does he come out of the surgery and like leave the hospital and die? Does he not come out of the surgery? Do you have a prediction on the style of death? <laughs> death match. Um, uh, I think he's going to be touch and go the entire episode and he's going to finally code at the end. Okay. So but Han's like... going to do her best. Um, yeah, we didn't really talk about her. She's kind of a badass. Yeah. Kind of I like annoying, her. a little bit too much. But at the same time, I'm like, I respect it. You're just competitive, you know? And they say that about yeah. surgeons a lot. Um, she's badass. Okay. Um, consequences for Izzy. You said murder uh, charges. Murder, yeah, not, not actually murder, murder charges. charges. There's going to be uh, a very intense morbidity and mortality conference all around her. Uh, ultimately... Christina, Meredith, and George are all going to be found innocent, but I don't know what's going to happen with Izzy. Actually, man, it doesn't make any sense, though. He would have to live because that's the only way that she could remain on the show, and I think the only spoiler I know is that she stays in through season three. So she can't kill him and him stay on the show. Okay, I want Denny to die so that her actions have consequences, <laughs> but I think that Denny's going to live but I don't think they end up together. Maybe they do. <laughs> I don't know. This is so, I don't, I don't you're just, oh. you're just saying all the things so that you can say you were wrong when, when one of them is inevitably right. Cause you're predicting no. both him living and him dying. So okay. Now, okay. Whatever happens, okay. you're going to say okay. that you were all right. right. All right. All right. Hold on. Official prediction. Both of these Denny lives, but okay. I'm not happy about it, <laughs> but I'm mad. And because Denny lives, there's going to be no consequences for Izzy somehow, but she will be suspended for a couple of weeks. Okay. Yes. Do you think that would be a fair consequence in real life? No, I think for, for the, the, the crossing of the ethics line in real life, she's, <laughs> no doctoring. she's no doctoring. She's a visitor forever. Um, yeah. And there's prop if that other patient dies that what the heart was going to, uh, yeah. I think that it's uh, involuntary manslaughter uh, on, on her because she's directly um, responsible in relation to responsible. Yeah. Thank you for, for his death. Interesting. Okay. And yeah. I understand the law very well. I've watched a lot of suits <laughs> with also, also Catherine Heigl. <laughs> and Meghan Markle. 
And Meghan okay. Markle. Um, okay, so will Burke's hand be okay? Yes. Okay. Um, That's an easy one. That's <laughs> he, he's a staple in the show. It's it's easy. Um, will Derek tell Meredith about the affair between Richard and Ellis? Sorry. Oh, I was like, uh, the one that they were in together? <laughs> the affair that he had with her. Uh, no, um, <laughs> the affair between Richard and Ellis. No, no. I think this is going to be the first chance that uh, Derek has to prove that Weber was right, calling him an honorable and decent man. Okay. Um, similar question. Is Derek redeemable? We have spent yeah. a lot of this season shitting all over him. Yeah. And I wanted to bring this up to your point earlier, you know, about... Uh, Richard knowing him for a long time and obviously we only see this one part of his life is he redeemable and what does that look like for you as a viewer he he is redeemable yes I don't know what that looks like yeah if Darth Vader can kill younglings (laughs) and still transition to the good side of the force anyone is redeemable uh Derek has not killed younglings in the Jedi temple with a lightsaber. That's factually correct. Yeah. Also you've, you've watched all of Obi-Wan right now, right? Yes. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Derek also hasn't walked through a poor village, snapping necks and dragging old haggard women through the dirt and lighting his old best friend slash mentor slash older brother on fire. Yeah. So Derek is redeemable, but I don't know what that looks like. But it's going to it's going to have to revolve around Addison. Addison's going to have to get to a point where she she forgives him. Like I something is it, the, the transition of forgiveness power has yeah. gone back to Addison. Yeah. So Addison yeah, needs agree. to forgive him again. Yeah. Um, OK, this is the first episode since we've met Callie that we haven't seen Callie. And if you'll recall, at the end of 17 seconds, she told George she loved him and then he left. So I just want to get a George Callie prediction on where you think her head's at, where you think George's head is at with it. Now that um, yeah, just what's, what's your vibe? I, I see Callie laying it all out there. She seems like a girl who knows what she wants and she's not fucking around, but I don't know if that's part of the cliffhanger is like her telling George how she feels and saying like an ultimatum of some sort. I don't know what the ultimatum could be because she's kind of made it seem like she wants to be a part of this family. Um, Mm. And then she made that, uh, that nice gesture with, with Meredith and doc and and the x-rays. So I don't know, but I I think next episode she's going to tell him how she feels, but I don't know if it's going to be reciprocated. Okay. Um, And then that was all I had. Do you have any other predictions you'd like to make for the end of the season we'll have an in-between season two and three a prediction episode that we'll do after we watch the rest of the finale but do you have any finale specific predictions you want to nail down before we move um, forward with it? no no that's wait we're gonna have another episode in between this one and the next one no we're gonna have the finale and then in between the finale okay. and the start of season three, we'll do all of our season three predictions. Got it. So got do it, you have it. finale specific predictions? Finale specific predictions. Um, the gunman lives. The guy okay. who, yeah. because we didn't, we, we didn't really see didn't, him. didn't get any resolution on that. Yeah. Um, PD, PD or not PD, uh, the, the boss no, manager guy. Oh, Brad, Brad. Yeah. He's, he's fucking dead. He's, yeah, he's for I sure. Think he dead. is dead. I think that's was established. 
Yeah. Um, but Petey, uh, Petey's going to live and there's going to be some weird backstory there, but I don't know what it's going to be about, but he, we're going to see more of him next episode. Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember when you thought Addison getting sued was going to be a storyline <laughs> and it wasn't? So there's no storyline with this Petey no, guy. I was just, I was thinking about it today when I was, I was doing grocery shopping and I don't know why I was thinking about it. And I was just like, good times. There was no consequences. <laughs> None at all. And that was, I was, I was emotionally prepared to go through a three episode yeah, arc you were like defending her. Um, wow. Yeah. Good times. Uh, I don't know, something happened in Publix and I was just like, eh, no, Carmen, Carmen's a dumb bitch. Uh, no, because honestly I had never thought about it, but like you make a good point because in other medical shows and even in this, there are malpractice storylines that, that go on for extended episode arcs and and it just never occurred to me that this person declaring they were going to sue addison just like never came to fruition i mean i assume they did it and they probably just settled but it had never occurred to me before until you said that and i was like oh yeah that's like you're not wrong it yeah. just doesn't happen i just i, I look, and especially because i'm watching suits again right now with jessica and there are multiple cases that are spanning three episodes and i'm like <laughs> We something needs to happen to Addison, and I'm like, oh wait, nope. This is a doctor show, not a lawyer show. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's it. That's all I got, one. though. Yeah. Unless yeah. you want to have anything you need to add. Um. Thank you guys I, so much for li- you have something to add. <laughs> I do have something I want to add, and I know you're going to talk more about this. Uh, anyone listening, and you've gotten to this point of the episode. I know we we name drop. I know we talk about our our podcast and like sharing and and subscribing and writing a review. Um, but we have continued uh, against all odds, which is just so crazy, to continue to climb uh, the um, the iTunes, excuse me, algorithms. And we, if you type in Grays, we come up, we come up right on the main Hey-o. the main search. Um, so. Yeah, you know, we, we definitely appreciate it. Share this with your friends, share it with your family. If there's something that you want us to do better, let us know because this is this is kind of just free-formed into what you see today uh, where it's, you know, Kelsey's kind of given this play-by-play and then I give like my in-the-moment reaction and we make some off-the-cuff comments about uh, sex or whatever. Like, you know, <laughs> we, we make some inappropriate jokes. But uh, if there's stuff that you want to hear us tackle more of in these these episodes, let us know because this is only season two. And yeah. we have a lot more to go. <laughs> and if you've invested two seasons worth of your life into this podcast, thank you. But yeah, we appreciate it. Strap in for a journey because, like, <laughs> help us make the podcast that you want to hear is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, reach out via email at grazeacademypod at gmail.com or um, you can message Grays Academy Pod um, on Instagram. Carmen doesn't have access to either of those. So if you need to mention spoilers, I'm the only one that screens them so you'd be fine um in between season two and season three would be a great time for us to readjust and kind of tackle if we want to change anything so if you have any suggestions or ideas we'd love to hear from you um we really appreciate the listens and the shares it's really cool constantly seeing the numbers go up um for average listens per episode and seeing where all over the world you guys are listening it's really really cool and we just so appreciate it. And even if you just want to send an email to be like, Hey, I listen, like we think that's really cool. We talk about it a lot when it happens and we'll clearly shout you out of the podcast. Um, same for if you leave us a review um, or a rating, we'll read that out. We just really appreciate it. It, it seems dumb, 
but it actually really helps other people find it when they search. It just bumps it up on the, the silly algorithms on the stuff on all those apps and stuff. So if you want to share us on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you are, if you just want to email your grandma a link to the episode, if you think she'd be into it, that's fine. We'd appreciate it. Um, but yeah, we just want to say thank you so much. Um, it's been a wild ride. I'm super excited to hit this finale and, and finally for Carmen to watch it and get his reactions. It's really hard because we'll tell each other when we're about to watch the episode and like it's so hard not to like talk to each other while we're watching it and i like want to get his real-time reactions but i also i'm like don't say anything to me it has to be for the podcast yeah and we've so, only watched one episode real time together right yeah two two episodes because oh, one that's when right, i was right. there and one when you were here um but hopefully we'll get to do more of that in the future um, did i watch one with you with when you were here Yes. Yes. No, did we? Yes. And then we recorded it together. No, that was Dude Thoughts. No, it was this one also. Was it? We did both. I don't remember that. I remember you being here because we were in the basement, but I don't remember at your We were in this room that I'm in right now. We did both. Wow. Wow. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. (laughs) All right. It was also like five months ago. Um, At 5 a.m. Yes, always. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for your support. I know we are rambly and tangenty and sometimes inappropriate, but we do really enjoy the show and we enjoy making this podcast. So thank you. We hope you enjoy listening. Um, and remember, if you see me on the street, give me a, a wave, give me a high five, but do not give me a spoiler. And, uh, thank you all so much. And we will see you all in the next one.